ain't even gonna go into what I was saying, but it's alright, man. It's alright. We, we just gonna do. do we gonna do what we gotta do, man. What's up? We in here, man. That's because we bossed up here. You know what I'm saying? Episode number five, Midwest Bosses, the Boss Cast. It's me. It's your host. I hate saying my own name, but Mr. Surban Ward. That's my that's my government. You don't have to go by it. You don't have to tell them. Yeah, but I ain't gonna name. give them my I ain't gonna give them my street name. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna leave it like Again, that. Every everybody has uh a past. As long know. as you turn that book, as long as you turn that page in that in that in that chapter, you know. The bookmark is gone. <laughs> so what the respectable people call me is Ban, Banny, Sir Ban. Um, if you can say it without chopping it up. Sir Ban. I'm let my co-host introduce <laughs> himself. Yo, 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 what's good, peoples? I am your boy, Mr. Magic. Uh, it's been about eight years since I've been on podcast. Uh, don't nobody hot damn know me, but I've did a lot of tons of episodes on uh, Blog Talk Radio, The Magic Hour. So this is your boy, Mr. Magic. What's going on, sir, man? We in here, man. We definitely, definitely, definitely in here. And I just got the text from our guest today, and he's officially 10 minutes away. So 10 minutes, man. Yes. Well, you know. Yeah, so he'll be here in a little bit. But Magic wanted to get into some thought-provoking topics before he got here, so I don't know. You just throw, throw something out. We got 10 minutes. Well, he, yeah, 10 minutes. When we say... What we say we're going to do before? Flat Earth, 15 seconds. What you think? <laughs> I want to know what I think. Aliens, 15 seconds. What you think? We are the aliens next. <laughs> hey, bro, you want to know something, bro? About aliens, bro? Do you think that they're getting us ready for... They're watching us develop, yes. That's why they built the ice ring around us so we can't we escape that. it. And yeah. then we can just sit here and they can watch us develop. Man, listen, man, I just showed Richard the other week uh-huh. that... Uh, remember me and you talking about it, the Admiral Bird cat? Yeah, 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 yeah. When he shot his way all the way through. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. went over there and they, yeah. and, they, and, and they said, "Hey, you need to turn around." Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we like you. you. Yeah, <laughs> but this ain't your spot. You know what I'm saying? We see in your heart that you you right. noble, but right, right, right. You right. know what I'm saying? So right. yeah, so I think that is what it is. Um, another and thing, Katrina. That's all in the same yeah, thing. All in the same thing. It's all you in the same I mean? thing. Like, you just want people to do y'all research. Just just catch up. All the powerful countries. Catch up. All the powerful countries. Block off the Antarctica. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes. What they do, because that they going they using it for warfare. They finding new minerals that we ain't never had. They getting all the crude oil. Remember how we were supposed to be ran out of gas by 2001? They we said got that, more gas yeah. than ever. Yeah. You know so, what so how do you think that? Do you think? Well, we already know the people are going to give it to us as a as a threat. But do you think they are really a threat when they actually get here? We already know that they're here. But let's say when it surfaces out to uh, the masses, the, the, the threat, the the masses. Hey, listen, man, and I, I, hope I don't. Me, me personally, I don't think they're a threat. Me personally, no, I no, 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 no. I, I think, I think they approach it as if how good, good and bad humans would approach another planet. So you got some good humans that are going like, oh, that's nice, and float on by. Mm-hmm. You got some uh, adventurous that go down there and try to take over what's there, right. not not caring what's there. Right, which is the same story that we're in now. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's true. true. um, Nah, man. I think it is. I I think it's evil. I think it's evil ones watching us. I think it's good ones protecting us. Um, You know, it's it's more than just two or three. It's about like twelve of them. It's different type of species. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. But we we building a mighty high ladder right now, 
And I don't think everybody's ready to climb. No. Nah. You know what I'm saying? So, no. But, yeah, back to your Antarctica Treaty, though. That, that's, that's the most intriguing thing that I probably can mess with right now because that's... That's something that's attainable as far as anybody trying to go figure it out. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? You're going to freeze to death in the process, but if you can get through that ice... If you get through that yeah, ice, you bro. might be straight. If you get through that ice. Yeah. So, um, so, you say that the earth is not not round. No, not at all. Let's jump into it, man. Not at all. Not at all, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, we can... We can my, and, my, I, and I don't care who I don't care who try to come combat me about this. You know what no, I'm saying? I don't. I, I don't think so. Because you know, I don't, I don't even think consider so. myself an expert on this. I can just know just by by my wisdom. Just by looking at yeah, it. Fact. Let's just look at just it. The, you by know the what fact I mean? that Let's all the water is level. Let's just look at it and just think about it. You see right. what I'm saying? America, I, take a basketball and pour water on it, and let me know how much water stays on that basketball. But 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 not even that because you know how they always come back and say, oh well, it's gravity. Okay. All right. So let's let's do this. Gravity pulls stuff down, right? That's true. How come the birds is flying? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just you know. Listen, how come a balloon floats up? It's supposed to be something pulling it down, right? Facts. All right. Facts. Yeah. Facts. So is this air breathing? Yeah. Oh no. It's, <laughs> hey, facts. No, it's not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that, that's crazy though. You know what I'm saying? So, so like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Gravity's Me? not real. Time's not real. What you want? Right. I, I know. I, yeah, I, I know time's not real. When, when I found out about that time, I was boom. When I found out about time, fact. bro. It's just a measurement, man. What, what, what I found out about time is that how it's kept us here to keep us in a compartmentalized. You know what I mean? It's like they give us 24 hours in a day. Is no twenty. Keep you in an invisible cage. Exactly, bro. Keep us in an invisible cage, bro. Yep. It's, it's bigger than this, bro. Yep. You and know, it, I've, 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 I've actually heard. I didn't mean to cut you off, God. Yep. I've actually heard that the day starts at three o'clock in the morning. I, I don't. I don't know. I have. Which is what? That. Three o'clock is the God hour, right? That's true. All right. That's that's a whole other that's, that's a whole other pool we're gonna jump in right there. We'll go there later. Yeah, you know. We'll, we'll go there later. Right. We'll go that's there a whole later. Pool right there. We'll go there later. So. Yeah. Okay, so let's say that. Okay, so let's go back to the flat Earth. Me, I don't think the flat Earth. I don't think the Earth is, is round because every hot damn picture that we've gotten, it's been from NASA or some. It's always been from NASA. Whatever picture that you pull up in Google or whatever, yeah, it's always been from NASA. So the whole world so, laughs at the United States because we put out a CGI picture of the world that changes every single time they put it out. And, and we're and, and I always say, where in the hell is the sun at when they be taking these pictures at, bro? That's that's what gets me all the time. It don't overshine the ask, camera. Like, it would not ask people that. I say, okay, every time that we see that, but fe- I'll get there later. But every time that we see this this earth, you yeah. see what I'm saying? There's no sun. Where is the sun, God? Where bro. is the sun, man? Thank you. But we but we all know that uh, yeah, yeah. Same with the moon landing. So, so you know, if if if, if Neil Armstrong is that guy, then the moon, then the cameraman got to be that guy because he was the first man on the moon, right? <laughs> Facts. Let's, let's just be honest about it because the cameraman was there first to get him hopping off the rover, right? What comes first, the chicken or the that's egg? A, that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to Paramount Studios for the moon landing. You hear me? <laughs> they, made that, they made it look fly. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. They actually they actually have a picture out to where that. 
they have it digital, digital, digitalized. I don't even know that word. I think it's the right word. Yeah. But it's like they peel back the pictures, the the frames, the lens, the pixels, or something like that. Yeah. And they were actually in front of their actual building from where that they were doing or having tests about this, this whatever. I didn't know that. You ever heard of that? No. It's worth for Google. It's worth for Google. I yeah. wish soon probably uh, we'll have like pictures yeah. of the shit behind us, yeah. you know, just showing, hey, because I always like to give people, hey, this is what you have to do. This is what you, you have to, I'm giving you this to hey, actually look at because some people, a lot of people are waking up slowly but surely, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But it's too late. It's too late tomorrow. It's, it's that and people don't want to accept this knowledge. They no. Don't, they don't want to no. accept it because no. they'll, they'll, they'll be quick to turn it away, shun it, turn it down, not right. believe in it. Right. I always look at the I always look at the glass as what I wouldn't say half empty or half or, or half, uh, half, what was that? half empty or half full or whatever. But I would, I just like to look at everybody's point of view. You see what I'm saying? Because it's, it's kind of, I wouldn't say a shame or shame. I, I, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I came up just like a whole lot of other black people mm-hmm. came up in the church home the Southern Baptist, sorry, they're not even Southern Baptist, just Baptist, period. You see what I'm saying? We grew up, we came up, and it's been taught on us past past traditions and stuff like that. So then, it's like when I was little growing up, I used to go to my grandmother a lot with, 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 with Bible stuff, and when you always questioned it growing up, you can't question it. Why you can't question it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. God said, and it's it is it is a rap after that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I I hated to where that I don't think I hated it, but it was more of okay, it is what it is. Growing up, it wasn't until too much. I actually, until actually, I want to say, I want to say when I actually was aware of it, I want to say nine eleven. 2000, what's that? Two? Yeah. 2001? 2001. The, yeah, 2001. That's when a lot of stuff opened up for me, bro. Like, well, it would have, I mean, because you went to war. You went there and seen that God wasn't where you was at. Bro, we, we wasn't supposed to be there, yeah. bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know what, what, that, I mean? what that book say versus what y'all was out there doing contradict the heck out the, of everything. The, the whole ball game, bro. Yeah, you know it what was, I'm saying? It was a different ball game, bro, when, we, when I actually went out there. And to take it a step further, where you was out there fighting at is the quote-unquote holy land. That whole section. You know what I'm saying? Bro. And that's why it's the most conflict there. You know what I'm saying? But the, the, what, what my uncle told me a long time ago, you know what I'm saying, is... And it stuck with me to this day. He said, it's, it's one God that's in the church. The rest of the people's God is gold, oil, and drugs. That's what make the world go around. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And oh. that, that, that's, that's heavy right there. Oh, that's heavy. That's stupid heavy, Boy. though. You know that's what I'm saying? Because it's prevalent to this day. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Like, for real, right. for real. The world you don't know. go around there. <clears throat> and people always ask, you know, and is there a God? 
You on that diving board jumping up real high right now. Hey, it it is. It just ain't what everybody think it is. That's what I think it is. Too. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think don't, it is. Don't too. ever think it ain't nothing extra that put us here. We ain't, right. And I tell right. my daughter this. I tell people like this all the time. Yo, we ain't we ain't harvest on no trees, G. Nah. We ain't. They, you're not picking humans out of no ground. What up, something? What up, something? What up? I was actually listening to somebody the other day on YouTube. I forgot who it was. I forgot who it was. I'm over trying to think who it was. But they were talking about because you said picked. We were we weren't picked. Yep. And they said and they said that we we came from mushrooms. I stopped it right there because I was. Because it's, it's how they said it to build up to it, to say mushrooms. And I was like, mushrooms? And they were just going back to say, hey, what was the oldest living thing here? Minerals. Minerals. You know, then you got your, your trees, earth. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm talking about actual earth. Your, 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 your sands. You know what I mean? Yeah. After all, that all that shit, magma, after all that magma stopped it boiling, everything was rocks. Then the cool air, uh-huh. then the darkness. You know, the darkness brings mold. And then when the light comes, that shit grows up out of there. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Good, man. Right. Class is normally on Tuesdays and Thursdays. But, you know. Well, we got to give it to them Give it a little Midwest, Midwest Boston class. And again, again, America, this is a, this is a, um, this is an entrepreneur podcast. This is an educational podcast. This is a business podcast. It's an entertainment podcast. Anything that you bossing up in and excelling in any part of your life, this is what the podcast is for. Um, it, we will talk like this on this podcast from time to time. But right now, you know, this is just a little warm-up banter right now to, um, you know, f- for our guest. Because uh, our guest is kind of deep like this, too. He's on, our way, he's on his way. He actually just gave me a text and said he's finding a parking spot right now. So, you know, we just, you know, we just warming up right now. So I don't know if, you know, I don't know if Rich is going to throw this out here to the world, but, you know, I don't care, though. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. So we'll I, see. It's, it's whatever. That's yeah. whatever. You know what I, I hope he does. I, I told my wife I was hurt. So, so you got yeah, to throw have this some, out. Yeah. He, you got to help me out, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, you, I mean, he has to throw this out there and say, hey, Magic was here. He, he wasn't. Well, dope. Mrs. Jackson, he's yeah. on audio and he's on video yeah. recording. Yeah, man. So please don't get him in trouble. Yeah. Don't, you know don't get me in trouble. I'm, so, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. I'm oh, she got some food? It's, it's oh, on. Let me stop. Let me be professional. Yeah, me gotta be professional. Yeah, God, so good though. That's what I'm saying. But uh, but to piggyback on what you were saying though, man, about being educational and stuff like that, bro. We just have to be aware of everything that's going on around us, man, and just sharpen up our mental. That's a fact. To, to everything, you know what I mean? If it comes down to business, if it comes down to entertainment, if it comes down to financial, we have to sharpen up our tool every and each direction, even if it is religion, if it, if it is spirituality, if it is it's fact, yeah. what we're here to grow. Because we got left out of so much, bro, you and we know, just now getting the information. We just exactly, now getting it. Exactly. We're, 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 we're here to grow our mental. Yeah. You know, it's, it's about the something about like the chakras you know what i mean we'll probably talk about that yeah sometime in the near future about your yeah. chakras and stuff like that how 
the kundalini, the kundalini. got to activate you it. You see baby. what I mean? You, we we have to activate it. You see what right. I'm saying? Um, and again, like I said, it, it's a, it's a, it's in many ways, but we have to be above what's going on. One thing, one thing is social media. This it's, it's phone, bro. This is it's a bad mama jamma G. It's, it's phone or something else, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. This uh, phone is crazy, here. Man. Okay, my it's man's good, is here. Baby. Okay. Yeah. All right. There you go. It's good, man. What's going on? Oh, man. Jumping Impromptu S S you know. I love impromptu shows, you see what I'm saying? It, it gives us the real. You see what I'm saying? It shows that you was in a rush here because you have sweat on your forehead. So he was trying <laughs> my man's was trying to be here on time. He was rushing. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? Alright, yes, yes. Alright, so, so we're all here. good, man. So go ahead and introduce my man's, man. Oh uh, yeah, man. So now you know, I'm, I'm gonna have a different way of introducing him because, man, I like how like I like how the world brought us to this guy, man. So we was just out, just walking around Fourth Street, right? And we were and we were out looking for like um places to uh to reside the pod and all of that, and we just happened to walk by him and we walked straight to him, man. And he was like ready. We didn't even have to ask him nothing, man. We just he was just right there, dog. And he and he, th- and he threw these books our way, man. And I like in my phone, I call him Bushido Brandon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's, you know, I'll take that. yeah, yeah, for facts. I'll take that. I ain't never seen no stuff it's, like it's, this it's, before. This is for kids or adults? It's for, for us, man. It's for us. Yeah. Oh, I so see. So you you got the adult version, probably. Oh, okay. They're all adults. They're all adults. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, kids can't look at it. Okay. But the reality is, is that, you know, it's about us getting our minds Give right. And I personally feel that art is an opportunity and a vehicle for us to really be introspective and reflect upon our own thoughts and understand exactly what we've done in the past that we want to change and how we're going to change things in the future. So the art for me is the opportunity to heal. Um, And the books themselves are made for people that have gone through stuff like I'm going through and am going through, right? Because no matter what, all of us want to go through hard times, every single one of us. We're not immune to it. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, rich, poor, male, female, whatever. You're going to go through a situation that's going to test you. It may not be, it may be when you're young, it may be when you're old, but you're going to have a situation that's going to test you. Money is not uh, a barrier from that. You have all the money you want, all the privilege you want, but what are you going to do if your mother passed away? You know what I'm saying? There's things that that you're going to go through. And so the books for me uh, became a vehicle to demonstrate to myself the process that I had to go in order to progress. Mm. So each one of the books is actually a reflection of what I'm going through at the time and what I'm seeking to overcome. So on one hand, you know, it is a reflection, but it's also aspirational. Yeah. Um, I'm not 100% where I want to be at yet, but, you know, somehow or another, these books became a vehicle to take me where I'm going to be at. And I give all thanks um, to the Most High for that. So in my eyes like this is like a um 
It's like a form of like vulnerability. Is that helping you? Is that like getting you through? Yeah. Like you putting this out to the world, is that like helping you, you know, navigate through what you're going through? You know, I think often, you know, we get, we get caught up into depression, anxiety, frustration, these things in life. Facts. And we get stuck. We get stuck. Um, and it becomes comfortable. It becomes our norm. It becomes what we do. It becomes who we are. Uh, and, you know, there's a secret that I found out is that, you know, part of becoming unstuck is to do. Mm. You know, um, to put the work in. And the thing is, you don't always understand what the work is for. When I made the first book, it was honestly like something to do. Uh-huh. I'm out of work trying to figure out my life. It was not anything that it was intentional. Not no, you know, crazy, like I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. With. It was more like I'm doing something. Right. Um, because when you put that work in, we don't often understand the meaning of the work. But while we're working, the work is working on us. Mm. And what I didn't want to do was to make a product that was cliche. So my first book is called Weed and Zen. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. When it came to it, I was like in a crazy situation in which, uh, I mean, we talking about vulnerability. Listen, man, I, I almost died in 2018. A couple months later, found out my wife was on something else with a good friend of mine. Went through the divorce process. I'm watching my, my family be split apart. Um, I have a child with her, and I got my daughter I've had since she was a year old. Yeah. So now my children who have grown up with each other are being forcibly split apart. My daughter's dealing with abandonment issues, all type of stuff. And then because I was physically handicapped, you know, I was on a cane. Yeah. Um, and I was weakened. I was, you know what I'm saying, like everything that I thought was important, my ego was stripped away because I needed help for the most basic things. Uh, putting on shoes, shoes and tying my shoes up. I needed help. Holding a cup. I needed help, you know. And uh, very big difference because the day before the accident, I got hit by a car riding a bicycle. The day before the accident, I did like 20, 25 miles. You know what I'm saying? I could do 16 pull-ups, like 40 push-ups. I was feeling good. Yeah. And to go from that to feeling like you're 85 overnight is humbling. And so, you know, it was a three-year process in which I lost it all. You know, I lost my body, my physical. I lost my wife. I lost my money. I lost my security. I lost so much in the process mm-hmm. where I literally say, you know what I'm saying, my rebirth day is on July 26, 2018. So, you know, you have to go through this process of, because a brother named Pastor Kevin, uh, he's a neighbor of mine, he said, listen, B, ain't no going around this. You got to go through it. Yeah. And, you know, when you sit on one side of it, you like, man, how am I going to do this? But at the same time, though, it's a choice. It's a choice. So the books, like how did they come about? Literally started last year. I've had a background in multimedia, content creation, video, web design, all type of stuff. But, you know, this is completely new for me, right? And it was literally the act of doing. So you put in this work. And I'm going to go back to, like I said, the books were really more aspirational because I was dealing with stress. I was dealing with anxiety. And truth be told, even though, you know, the books about weed and Zen, that's not really my thing too much because I was going through massive trauma and I didn't want to, like, engage in something new and create an addiction that didn't need to be there. I was thinking about literally like a, a marketing, like who could I market to? Who could, who would be receptive to the books? But the meditation and mindfulness is really what I was on because I yeah, needed yeah. that. 
because um, I was frazzled all the time. You know, I was emotional, trying to figure stuff out, and I had to rebuild and repair myself. Yeah. So, during the first book, it was quiet. It was quiet, and I was dealing with mad stress. Like I said, I lost everything. At this point, I was broke, broke, broke. Still fighting in court, still trying to figure this out. And uh, it all came to a head where it was like, you know, I lost custody of my son. So I got my son four days a month, as opposed to 50% of the time, which is what it had been and what it should be, but you know, another story. But I was crushed by that. I was crushed by that. And you know, I had a lot of thoughts in my head. A lot of thoughts in my head. And I had the chance, I had the opportunity to go in one direction with the thoughts. But instead, you know what I'm saying, we went another direction. That's what's up, man. So, you know what I'm saying? We started, honestly, we didn't start with uh, coloring books. And I say we, my daughter, my son, and I, you know, this is, this is the family business, intellectual property, right? Yeah. We actually started, I don't know if you guys can see it, postcards. Mm. Postcards. Not these particular postcards. These come from the third book that came out. Okay. But we actually had some other postcards. And, you know, the postcards came from, like, look, Asada, that's my daughter's name, like, we're broke and I really feel like I'm not living the way I'm supposed to be living. And I also feel like I'm not using the talent that God gave me and I'm suffering for this. Cause I went after the accident, I was a freelancer for 10 years after accident. I was like, I'm gonna get me a job and yada, 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 you know, cause I'm fighting to look decent in court. So none of this was working for real. And so I looked at my daughter, I said, you know what? We finna do something different, man. It's Kwanzaa 20, uh, 2020, mm-hmm. December. I got some art I made. We're going to make some postcards. And she's like, that's crazy. I said, let's see what happens. But, you know, I'm still going through the pressure, still going through a bunch of things. So, But we came out with these postcards, but I didn't have no confidence behind it. But we made $70 an hour, which, cool. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That, was, that was cool. Um, so we went out a couple more times during the year, and, you know, I wasn't confident, so I wasn't consistent still depressed see the mental health is so important so in march i started making the first book weedings in and uh it was completely it was a very cathartic experience Mm -hmm. i was didn't want to make something that was cliche um that was you know just goofy like oh people smoking weed type stuff i didn't want that um i didn't want my children to see my art and I wasn't even calling up my art. I just, it was just drawings. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't even at the, the confidence level to say my art yet. But I didn't want them to see this and be like, oh, my dad made a stupid coloring book. Yeah. So I put the things in there that I needed at the time. And so with the Weed and Zen, it was an opportunity for me to study about meditation, study about releasing anxiety, study about releasing bad things. That was my chance to like study this and then put this back into this book. So crazy thing is what you all read in the books is what i'm learning from myself at the time because i need it right now that's what i needed so you drew all these joints yeah so i wasn't really drawn before but if you go to the very first the first drawing and i kind of cringe at some of these things but because it's hot because you know as as an artist you see yourself in one way and then you see yourself progressing you look back at your old work like ah, i can't believe but I give thanks, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna put my very first drawing in there, which is that picture right there. This is dope, man. And I, will, I will show the people, but they have to pay to see. <laughs> nah, let them let them see it, you know. 
Let there it goes right it. here, man. It's a dope picture, man. This is your first one? That's my first one I okay. did. Okay. Okay. And so within 30 about, days. We should probably ask you about the, the old. I was like, is this adult? Because you had some. Yeah, but go ahead, though, man. Well, I was, go I go mean, go I was like, he taking, was really zen I, I was bro. taking inspiration from everything from yeah. Facebook, from this, from that, from social media. And I was like, yo, let me see what I can do. Right. Some things look rougher than others, but it's the process that when you do something every day for a year, you're going to get better, right? Um, right. so I, 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 you gotta like when I said that, you know, I had to lose my ego after this accident, I had to lose my ego. Yeah. Your ego keeps you from, from taking on new tasks because you're scared of how you're going to look. You're scared of looking stupid. Right. <laughs> you're, scared of, you're uncomfortable with being right. stupid, right? Man. <laughs> and then you got some, he has weed fun facts in here and everything. Man, this is dope, bro. He has crossroad puzzles. That's my man right there, so, uh, Bike uh, Mike right there from Cincinnati. Okay. Bike Mike. Yeah. Shout These out. These real characters? Some of them are real, yeah. Okay. That's my man, Bike Mike. And me and him, we used to bike Shout ride. Out it's bike like Mike. A, like this this black bike hood philosopher. You dropping knowledge, man. He take me on bike rides at 2 o'clock in the morning in Cincinnati. Come with me. You know, 2 o'clock in the morning. 2 o'clock in the morning. We be riding, man. Be riding. Getting, get your energy out on that bike. <laughs> I feel that. So, y'all see, man, you guys, so uh, this is a whole lot of meditation. This is dope, bro. Thank you, man. This I appreciate dope, that. Man. I got a question. What's the, um, because my son is real, real heavy on anime. Yeah, yeah. What's the, what's the, what's, 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 what's the tips. anime? What's the anime con connection, man? Because I watch Boondocks a lot, man. So, that's, it's the only the anime tips. I'm even hip to. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I be noticing, like, you know what I'm saying? A lot, a lot of black folk, they yeah. they starting to like really mess with anime, like Dragon Ball Z, heavy. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. You yeah. know, um, and because you know we can, if if you know certain stuff, I'm pretty sure Magic know. You know what I'm saying? This this stuff come from us. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like this. Yeah. All you know, all of that. But I was just, you know, I was just curious, man, because you don't see, you don't see too many. Oh, that's my baby girl. Uh, you don't see too many. Um. You don't see too many black folks just like when they. First of all, doing coloring books. Second of all, doing anime coloring books. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, with urban the, themes to it. You know what I mean? And then the mental health portion of it, too. Yeah. That's that sprinkle, right. bro. This is like, that's if, if, that's if that. the Boondocks did like you know? uh, soap operas, this would be it. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this this would be it. But, yo, know, this is fly, though. So, how long like, you been drawing, man? Uh, for like a, over, over a year. This meeting's over. <laughs> Hey, but it, but it's this it's, is dope. No, you've been drawing for a year, dog. This yeah. is what you're coming up with, this man. Is, like I saw you the first, the first oh. one. That was the first time I like did that. This man, you've been doing this in a, in a year, bruh. though, bro. Yeah. I'm like, bro, just it, it's, it's it's what I'm saying to you. The grace is always humble, man. You, you know wanna, what I'm saying? You want to go through something in life, right? You're going to be tested, and you're going to have to make a sacrifice, but you get something in return. That's true. That's true. Is that what they call it, high risk, high reward. High risk. High That's what. That's what I got. I had to. I had to leave my former life. See, you know what I'm saying. For three years, we in depression. We doing all these issues because we are holding on to something that's right. no longer meant for us. I wanted this life so bad. I wanted. I wanted my wife back and all type of stuff, but it wasn't coming back. Uh -huh. And the thought was poisonous, man. You see, you know. The reality is that when we hold on to these things that's not meant for us, we don't make room for the things that are meant for us. Uh -huh. And with toxic situations especially, man, listen, like I said, my rebirth is on July 26th, meaning I died. I didn't physically die, but my life that I knew died, and I mourned that for three years. And it wasn't really until I came to Louisville that I was able to release that all the way. Gotcha. So you, know so you not from Louisville? 
I'm born and raised here. I'm from Barrytown, actually. Okay. First 18 years of my life. Okay. I moved to Cincinnati in 2000, go to school, sit up there for 21 years, have my family, have my whole adult life up here. Uh All right, we're going to pause right now because this man, I'm thinking this guy is only about 25. He don't say 18 years here, 20 years here. Yeah. Give thanks, man. I just hit 40 this year. Give thanks, bro. Thanks, man. man. Eat Thanks, your vegetables. Eat fact. your vegetables. Hey, man. man. What's up, bro? I have I have changed up my whole diet, hey. bro. Now since like I'm what 42, I think I forgot my <laughs> age, bro. I always yeah. forget. <laughs> but I changed up my whole diet, bro. Like I stopped eating meat. Yes. Um, yes. Absolutely. Um, I eat more vegetables. Absolutely. More. That's what I'm yeah, talking bro. about. Yeah, I mean, bro. and I put that in here. Look, I mean, I put little secret messages in in, in the work. Because I have been fortunate enough to be a vegetarian for the past five years. That's um, and right there. Hey, bro, you listen. want something? You want something, bro? I still go back to meat, though. I ain't going to lie, but no red meat. Like, no, no doubt. No you know, doubt. hamburgers and all that other kind of it's a process, poisonous man. steak and stuff. <laughs> I, I got rid of all of them. So I just eat chicken and fish now. Well, so I, mean, I put little things in my work, like, you know, go vegan. Like, put it in your head. Like, yeah, yeah. Let's quit eating these animals. Yeah. And yeah. so part yeah. of the thing was just that. You know, after the accident, and so much is based around this accident, and it's crazy that I'm in a place where I'm thankful that it happened. Right. But you know, here I was handicapped. Mm-hmm. They told me, "Hey, you're gonna be limping for the rest of your life. Um, you're never gonna run again." I'm just like, "Never, never." That's a big word. So, <clears throat> my shoulder was like 75 percent torn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I literally had no movement. I had to pick my arm around to kind of move it around. And my, I had two broken legs, torn ACL, torn meniscus, mm-hmm. as well as like just abrasions. I don't know if you see my crazy eyebrows. And, you know, I tell kids I was fighting a tiger right here, but you know what I'm saying? Good story. I, hey, <laughs> but check this though. I made a vow. I said, God, listen, if you give me my body back, I promise I won't never eat an animal again. Mm. I'll do my best not to do it. I mean, sometimes things happen, but yeah. I'll do my best not yeah. to intentionally eat another animal again. Right. And I got my body back. I'm not at 100%. But I'm like a 75. I'll take it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not limping. Right. Um, right. Last time you ate an animal, sir. Uh, it'll be 2017. That's I had what's some up, fish. Boy. I had a piece of fish when I was in Costa Rica with my up. kids, man. That's what's up. Bro, they have stories now, man, about people. I forgot the name. I think it's called breathing or something like that. Do y'all's research on, on breathing. There's people that's called breathing. And yeah. they eat air or something like that. Yeah. They haven't eaten in, like, years, yeah, son. Breatharians, man. I know, I, know, I know some folks in Cincinnati, go. man. They run off like a, uh, like this sunlight combustion system. It's like kind of amazing. And I'll be like, for real, for real. And I mean, I know people that done this for like 15, 20 years. You see what I'm saying? Right see up in Cincinnati, saying? Ohio, man. I can you can go home. without food. We're not yeah. even supposed to be. Are they going without water, though? Some of them do. Some but, people do. You know what I'm saying? They, some people yeah, do. Some of them do. I've seen, I've, bro, I've been seeing stuff about yeah. that. And I was like, oh, really? You could go without food? And, and, and they tell us we supposed to eat and all this other kind of stuff like that, bro. Yeah, we are know, gods, bro. Though, like um, certain countries, we can't we can't um, digest some of the food that's on their palate. Like we go deep off into South America, uh-huh. you can't eat. We can't eat and keep up the food that they they eat. Like some of them, uh, like an organic banana with them seeds in it. Yeah, most of us can't yeah. eat that down. No, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because our palate no. ain't ready for that. You know what I'm right. saying? And we we so westernized over here, bro. It's a, Colonized. It's a shame. <laughs> it is a shame. I mean, bro. but but that's but that's how it's supposed to be, you know. Uh-huh. Like this is just kind of going back to some of the lessons I've had to learn. I, you you know these lessons intuitively. You know these things intuitively, but we're it's kind of beat out of us. 
that yeah. this whole yeah. reality is straight imagination. It's a bad boy. You know what I'm saying? This is all made up, and the cheat code is that you do what you want to do. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Because people that make the rules don't follow the rules. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Fire over here. So it's like, <laughs> so, so that's what I'm saying that, look, you know, we're in this idea. The second book is called Hustle and Motivate. So mm-hmm. Weed and Zen was about me letting go of certain things. Hustle and Motivate, named after the brothers, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Nipsey Hustle, an homage to that man for what he okay. was talking. You know, Nip, one of the greatest. Yeah. Um, but I started to believe, like, understand, like, I'm in my second life right now. Right. See, the life, I was, my life was over. I had to let it go. Louisville made me an artist and helped me to realize, like, I'm in the second life, so what do I want in my second life? Right. And, right. you know, when it comes to that second life, you got to be intentional about what you want. Many of us are just say, oh, this sounds good. That, you know, maybe this would be cool. This would be great if that happened. Well, I want a million dollars. I want a beautiful woman. Uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, no. Because you manifest the things that you want, whether right. you like it or not. The thing is, I wanted freedom when I was married. I thought, but I, I imagined it with me and my wife and my kids being free on an island. That's what I imagined, but I was not intentional. The universe gave me freedom, mm. but it was painful in the process, yeah? Yeah. yeah. So now, yeah. I'm being very intentional about what I what it is I want. So Hustle and Motivate is honestly about self-reflection, about understanding what things are you doing, what are your habits that you're doing on a daily basis mm-hmm. that are keeping you from your goals. Yeah. And replacing those with habits that move you towards your goal. Right. You know, so in this new life, man, I want financial security. I want my children and myself to be mentally and emotionally and physically healthy. Mm-hmm. I want to travel and see the world. I want to connect with brothers and sisters like y'all. Right. Like y'all right. part of my manifestation don't even know it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. y'all don't even know. Y'all part of my manifestation. I talked spoke about this some, a while ago, months ago. Uh-huh. Um I want a, I want a wife. Right. You know what I'm saying? I want a wife. And you know these things I want in my life. No, too many men come out and just say that I want a wife, bro. Not too many of them do wife. that, bro. Just, I want a wife, know, man. And mean it. And mean yeah. it, son. And, you know, <laughs> and I'm willing to, to, but but part of that though, see, the thing is, we we, we talk about certain things, right? Uh-huh. But what's the work we got to do on ourselves? Right, bro. You got to put work. Happen? You got to put work in you know every what I'm day, saying? man. If I want a wife, that means I got to deal with the healing that takes, you know, from my past relations, from my my mother relationship, all type of stuffs deep, man. It's right. really deep. I gotta do the work. If you want a million dollars, you gotta do the habits, you gotta do the work that's gonna take you to get to that. You can't just say it. You gotta say, man, this is the plan, this is what I'm gonna do, this is what I'm gonna invest in time wise, education wise, whatever product wise, product wise, fifty thousand books, million dollars. You uh, know what I'm saying? Uh, and you gotta like be strategic about how that happens. Right. Um, same thing with your health. I can't just say I want good health and be sitting on the couch playing games. I gotta go out there, work out, I gotta eat good, drink water, go right, to sleep, get sunlight, right. not be around stressful situations and people. You gotta take care of your avatar, man. All of that. You gotta take care of so, your avatar, So, you know man. what I'm saying, hustle and motivate is straight up about what habits do I gotta create in order for me to manifest a life that I want. Right. So, I, at the end of the book, I write, this is what I've learned, this is what I'm learning. Manifestation is not magic, it's habits. It's habits, what habits do we create on a daily basis? To push me towards the goals I want. What they say on that 119 kid, what you do frequently becomes your frequency. Come on now. Yeah. You know what I'm Straight up. Straight up. So you that's. You are your habits. And yeah. that's it. You are your habits. You are your habits. And so, you know, and that's. So even coming to the third book, uh, Bad and Bushido, um, which you were talking about the anime, you know what I'm saying? Like, how did that even happen? 
So there's anime, one of my favorites, and one of the first ones I really actually watched and recognized as anime. Because we watched cartoons, we watched right. Transformers right. as a kid. Right. We ain't taking that Facts. anime, but that's what it was. Yeah. We ain't taking G.I. Joe's anime and Voltron, but that's what it was. All that shit. But all we didn't that. acknowledge that, yeah. Blowing my top right now. Yeah, all, of, all so that Anime bro. literally means just all like that, bro, just was, a Japanese was, word for animation. From, yeah, it came over from J- yeah. Japan, bro. And so animation, anime has different genres. Like every movie show has different genres. So people say I don't like anime. I don't know what that means. Like, do you not like horror movies? When they you, say that, they don't like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, and that's, that's just, just and that's just a genre, and that's perfectly yeah. fair. Yeah. But, you know, so there's one book called Samurai Champloo that came out in the early uh, to mid-2000s, and it was so ridiculous, man. Because, Samurai Champloo. I think it, I've heard of that. Oh, it was so dope. You know, uh-huh. here I was. I had a baby. My uh-huh. daughter, she in the car. I should have brought him up. Um, I got a baby, uh-huh. <laughs> my little girl. And, you know, you in the house. Uh-huh. My daughter's born in June. And I'm in the house, you know, summertime laid up with my little baby in my little arm, man. Sweaty up in my arm, man. But I carried her all the time. That's my, one of my biggest joys. And, you know, what do I do? But you kind of watching a little TV. Because uh-huh. you got to get her up with her and feed her. And it's 11 o'clock at night. And, you know, Cartoon Network got the anime on at night. So here I was Toonami. with my daughter. Exactly. Toonami. <laughs> uh, Adult Swim right. and all that. Right. Yeah. So here I was with my baby. And I'm low-key bored. I'm loving it, but I'm like, I ain't running the streets. Like, I'm a little girl. What am I do- want to do? And would turn it on. I, I would watch this one. It was Samurai Shampoo. And I was like, what the hell is Sham- Shampoo? What is that? Right. Right. I mean, shampoo? I don't, I don't know. Right. But I started watching this, right? And what I began to see very quickly was that this anime had a very real love for hip-hop and the culture around it. And the way they uh, spliced the two, hip hop, samurai. Is that that Wu Tang joint? Nah, it's not, but it's on the same okay. vibe. You know what I'm saying? So the way they put them all together was just like, it was a beautiful homage to hip hop, and you could see it was made with love. Man, it's actually, I might have to YouTube tonight. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It sounds familiar. Like, samurai Shampoo is yeah. honestly one of my favorite yeah. animes of all time. And I was watching that, and I watched it subsequently, probably like another five six times i mean 26 episodes it was flawless it was beautiful and it makes you think about something every single time you watch that find something new in them mm-hmm. and so fast forward to you know last year when and i've been watching anime since then right and i love anime because uh the stuff i watch is oftentimes like people overcoming things yeah. dragon ball z every single <laughs> time he got to get beat up, got to get beat down. He got to like gets the brakes beat off. You him, know what I'm boy. saying? But then, but then <laughs> the, oh, the part, go, Goku, go hot, all of it, Piccolo and all. But the thing we love about it is the training, the training part. He got to go into the they hyper time and chambers that or whatever. That's You know what I'm saying? <laughs> these are these are metaphors, right? These right. are metaphors right. because these are the things, especially like we all got to be warriors in our own life. Mm-hmm. And there's times that we have to go into our chambers. Alone, because this is a this is, this is we are not physical forms and we are by ourselves, even though we're with each other. Mm. But we got to go within to become stronger, and we see this, you know, reflected in the anime training, overcoming great obstacles, things that are supernatural. What if it's more realistic? If it's Dragon Ball craziness, whatever it is, we see it happening, and it's inspiring for people that you know, like myself and like many other people, that it's like sometimes I got to go within. Right. I got to train. I got to train physically, 
mentally get up and run put the excuses get right. your ass up and let's put go. the excuses and you know we watch anime and it's like i don't i, I don't understand how people watch anime and then like don't do anything because i'll be watching like yo i gotta go do some upside down push-ups you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah, I like you see what i'm saying and and we be needing that energy right right and so you know fast forward to to, to last year and um there was a a, a, a a live action done on Netflix of Cowboy Bebop anime, right? And Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Champloo, same people that made them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so Cowboy Bebop came out first in like 97, 98 or something like that. Samurai Champloo came out later in like 06, 07, something like that, right? Gotcha. 05, who knows? All the way up. And, and talking about the reboot, this live action, people started talking about Samurai Champloo. Now I do have an homage to little Samurai Champloo and Hustle and Motivate, but it really reminded me, and I said to myself, like, hey, what if we were in it? What if we were in it? What if we were in the anime? And so <laughs> I made this image, and I and I remember making it, and I really based that particular image off of uh, the Kill Bill cover. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying, where she got the sword in front of her face? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, what if we was in it? So instead of, like, just, like, you know, Kill Bill, it was like a sister holding a sword. With some like Bantu uh, Bantu knot braids or whatever, you know. That's it. And you know what I'm saying? Like I want it. So it's already in my mind right there. Dog, I can't do. This is a year. People, I I want people to understand this, dude. I can't draw a head, man. And I've been trying for 42 years, bro. This is nice. It's just you wouldn't put that in a year. Come on, son. But yo, it's it's but it's about this, man. Like once again, though, it's about. Are you uncomfortable with being uncomfortable? I mean, are you comfortable being uncomfortable? Bam, I'm going to pause you right there because uh-huh. I just just heard a quote the other day saying, whatever you jump into in life, if it don't scare you, it ain't worth it. That's what I'm saying, though. If it don't, if the, if the, if the image and, the, and, the, and the, like, the whole overall idea, if it don't scare you to your, to your core, if it's easy, then why yeah. would you do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But that's crazy. That's yeah. Crazy. Right on the I'm over here thinking about stuff now, like yeah. all the stuff that I've done did. But I, I see it's easy now. Yeah, it was it was it was it was a total for, because of like doing comedy and stuff like that. I was scared to death for doing yeah. comedy, man, because I, I had a fear bro. of talking in front of people. Bro. I was scared today. This is supposed to be Jeff talking. You know what I'm uh, saying? It's supposed to be Jeff. This, uh, yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, but the universe had other plans. Yeah, man. You know what Jazz I'm saying? Like, I was man. you know being I nervous. I was telling my girls, you know. Nervous, everybody man. saying I got it, you know what I'm saying? But it, man. Yeah. man, listen, I know I'm a natural man, but look, it's just all about putting yourself through uncomfortable situations to get what you want. Right. You know, like, like, just like you right. said, you've you been on that. I've been on a health journey too, man. Alkaline yeah. in my body. That's right. Um, I lost, I want to say like a good hundred pounds between now about, and uh, um, and you can tell how big my stuff That's is. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, Magic, you know how big I was. Rich, know how big I was. You know what I'm saying? And and like, so I wear sweats every day. You can ask my girl. I wear a hoodie to work, sweats. I remember them joints. Yeah, Like to this day, I still wear it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just. It's just a fat sacrifice that I'm taking to, to get where I want to be. I, I right. force myself to go to the gym, bro. I don't be one to do. You know what I'm saying? You have to force yourself to go to the gym a lot of times, you, bro. You, you I know. forced myself yesterday, you know. bro. I love you it. already know. Because sometimes you know. I'd be like, I do not want to go. But then it's like in the back of my mind, it's like, okay, but then when I do go, I get to that mile. 
I love it. Yo. I love that mile though. I love but it. But listen, that run is out. That run is out. Yo, that's what I'm saying. Go ahead and do a third yeah. one. Yeah, I got yeah. it. I love it. I love and, it and that's the point where you got to get to because you your, your first go around in the gym, you don't want to go. But then I get to the point where I'm to the point now where I hate missing it. Exactly. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. And because you don't want to, you don't want to lose those gains that you get. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You you miss a couple of days and you just feel like crap. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's an awesome feeling. Yeah. And to me, that's an awesome feeling right there. And it's like, you know, intuitively, we all we know that we're going to feel better after working out, right? Yeah. Right. But you know, we come up with these distractions. You know, and and for Bad and Bushido Volume Three, it's about really tapping that warrior energy, right? And if we can become 1% better incrementally on a daily basis, you're doing something. Who will we be in a year? That's what I, thank oh, wow. you, man. Who will we be in a year? A short year. So I heard another quote, you know, and this is, you know, it's look, we we take on other people's motivation to be able to, to like, to, to, to bring the motivation out ourselves. Yeah. Uh, one one quote said, like, if you work six, six months of effort can lead to a lifetime of success. Fact. Mm. You know, six months of effort, intellectual property, six months of effort, you know what I'm saying? You're physically healthier, mentally healthier. Six months right. of focused effort can open up so many doors. Right. You know, and, and it's like when you go to that gym, yeah, man, that first day, whoo. Hey, <laughs> you know, that first day is, is hard, man, taking 10 steps. Yeah. Taking 10 steps is hard. Yeah. But, you know, in 2016, I was so out of shape. I could barely do eight push-ups, man. It was it was horrible. Eight right. squats. I was really I was so sick that you know out of breath, out of shape, this and that. And I remember me and my boys, man. You know what I'm saying? Good brothers. They was we would go out to eat all the time, mm-hmm. and we go eat chicken wings and pizza and hamburger and junk like that. And yeah. the reality is, we was all depressed. We were all four of us were depressed. And mm-hmm. we were all eating our depression away. Mm-hmm. And I had to, like, honestly break away from that. And this is my voice to this day. But yeah. I had to break away from that because I'm, like, I'm dying here. Right. I was getting, like, if I ate at 10 o'clock at night, I would be throwing up at 3 o'clock in the morning because I had acid reflux real bad. Especially if you know what Whoa. you know about food these days. Especially if you know what you know. It's but, hard, yeah. 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 So yeah. 2016, yeah. I started, like, just working out, taking steps. You know, I started watching a guy named C.T. Fletcher. I don't know if y'all ever watched that brother. I heard of him. That's my spirit animal, yep. man. That that brother's my YouTube mentor between C.T. Fletcher and David Goggins. You know what I'm saying? Like, they I get your mind right, bro. I heard of him um, <laughs> you Check know him out. C.T. Fletcher. Oh, okay. He ain't on no punk stuff. He gonna talk to you, like, you know what I'm saying? Let you know what's up. Yeah. Um, same with David Goggins, you know, about becoming mentally hard. Right. And, right. you know, you take that first step the first day. Mm-hmm. First two or three push-ups that I thought I was I'm about to die, heart racing, about to pop out my chest. But it gets easier. Yeah. Right. It gets easier. Right. That first, you know what I'm saying, steps, I'm walking slow. But, you know, afterwards, <laughs> right. it gets easier. So we go from 100 feet barely doing it to 10 miles. It gets easier. Yo, I think, like, the hurdle is for everybody, man, is that um, everybody be one. So you go into the gym 300 pounds, but you want to yeah, snap yeah. your fingers and look like Arnold. You know what I'm saying? But this ain't no and, movie, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Come on, I, I went through that, though. Yeah, yeah. Even with, yeah. even with doing these businesses, doing this podcast in the gym, I, like, I had to learn 
like on my it's own. That it's a process. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a long process. Yeah. But if you yeah. embrace the process, you don't yeah. feel the process. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But you, you know what I'm but saying? But you start to love the process. Yeah, that's, a, that's where I'm at now. I, I love, love the hustle. Process. Me and this man been working on businesses. Two businesses ain't got a dime out of nothing for years. But ask us, have we quit? Okay, you can't, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because if we quit, we're not gonna get what we want. Right. And if we and then so the only way to know if we're gonna get what we want is it to keep going right right that's, be- you know that's beautiful saying? right there right. man and and for me like i've had businesses man i've had multiple businesses i've had some good years i've had lean years and you know one thing that i realized that i was having businesses meaning i was not focused on one thing and growing that out right second um you know you get discouraged when you don't see success and you know this is, <laughs> that is for all of us, man. You think it's more of an attention span, though? Uh, it can That's be. It, it can be. It can be. But yeah. you know, let's keep it real. People dealing with different types of stress, man. No, nah, Brandon hit it on the, on the nose a little while ago. Everybody's be trying to gauge their success off of other people. So everybody That's get true. on Instagram. Yo, Instagram, it can be like the worst thing, Social the media, best thing. Boy. It can be. The, it can be. It can be both. And just like the other part we had earlier, old girl said that. Two things can be true at one time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it can be a gift and a curse. People get on there and see people with new houses, cars, yeah. all of that. Yeah, yeah. Without even knowing the struggle they had to go right. through to get there. Yeah. You right. know what I'm yeah. saying? People don't know right. if that's 10 years, 15 years in the making. Yeah. They've been um, saving pennies you up. You know what I'm saying? They've been eating ramen noodles. They just press play Come when on, they got man. it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. They didn't record the whole process. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then that, that right there. That, that cuts off half the people motivation right yeah. there because right. if they don't go out day one day two and they don't see no results then they back they back in the house you gotcha. know what I'm saying yeah and that's and that's, and that's that's because that's kind of like alluding to what magic was just saying because now I just seen a study that saying our attention span went from 10 years ago went from a, a minute and 30 seconds it's eight seconds now because of a phone yeah. you know what I'm saying it's eight seconds <laughs> that's right. our attention span. Right. That's what he yeah. said. Just like that. That's our attention span. Crazy. It's, it's, it's scrolling. Oh, we don't like it. Like it, love it. No, I don't like it. Yeah. The songs don't. The songs that we listen to, it don't got three choruses no more. That's it's a, crazy, it's a, bro. it's a, it's a hook, a don't, chorus, don't, and it's out don't, of don't, here. Don't, don't. Yeah, you know that what I'm saying. Reptilian music. Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't, 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 don't. Yeah. Right, so, see, <laughs> see, now you, see, now you talking about frequencies, and that's a whole other thing. Hey, that's a whole other thing. Hey, no, but hey, but for real, for real though. That lower vibrational music gets into yeah. your spirit, That's okay. and you hear it over and over again, and it, it does things to you. So, I hate to, you know what? I hate, you know, I don't hate it. You know what? Listen, I love what I was given. I'm gonna keep talking Yo, about it. You know what I'm saying? This, so, this one, it's why I put a playlist inside of the book. You showed it because what happens <laughs> is that when you listen to low vibrational music over and over again, you become low vibrational. You become a person that's. that's that where where murdering your brother becomes a possible option. All right, bam, stop it right there. Go ahead. Because the lower vibration, if you go back to African times, that's warrior music. Hey, that's, come that's on they use them hey, drums when it's drums, time for war. Bro. I love them drums, bro. So I love when you hear that shit now, hey, they, people facts. getting ready to go drill and right, all of that. Right. So yeah, that all has a purpose. You, everything is just being used wrong today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But y'all yeah. gonna have back. Nah, you want so bad? Cause Bridge is like, hey, we got cut out because we, we do. We, we, we good? Okay. No, we good? We good? Okay. Well, I'm going to have to go over here in a minute. But, okay. Uh, I, think, I think he was just telling me. He was like, hey, I think you got to go, son. You got to go. Yeah. You nice. got to go. <laughs> so, hey. so I, I probably, I, I know I do have to get up out of here in a minute, bro. But uh, I was about to say something, bro. But I, I did want to piggyback on what you were saying, though, bro, about bringing out stuff that manifested and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Because 
I was doing, I, I did a podcast for like eight years ago, bro. Early with it, man. Early, yeah. early, early with podcasting. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Back with Joe Rogan was starting. Pioneer. Man. Yeah. And in the the team, my team, we we got old and life started happening. Of course. You of know course, what I of mean? Of course. Of course. Goddamn. People had kids. People got married. People yeah. got other houses. People working two jobs. Yeah. Other dude, he was just playing on being another dude. You know what yeah. I mean? But I couldn't build that team back up or whatever. But I was like, I'm gonna get back to podcasts. I'm gonna get back to podcasts. So you know what I mean? And I never did. So I just, you know, like, it was like whatever. And then I thought about it. And then that's when I linked up with Survey. And he was like, Yeah, this little podcast. I said, Bro, I used to do podcasts, man. And he was like, Hey, woo, 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 woo. So I won't say, Hey, appreciate it, bro. Yeah, this is dope, man. Y'all man. got y'all got good good chemistry, by the way. Yeah. And I uh, oh, appreciate it. You know, once again, this is this is our hundredth show, man. That's wild. I didn't even know. That. See the act of doing. See what. See the act of doing, though, man. <laughs> see the one thing about Magic is he's a former comedian too, and that's a fact. He but was, you know what? The chemistry is like yeah. I've been doing a hundred shows. Oh, that's what really that, matters. That, though. You right you know about what I'm that. Saying? Though. And so like this is, I love to see people do wing. Yeah. You know, I, I'm at this point now where I'm like, look, life is precious. Life is short. Life is hard. Um, and we don't have a lot of time to be making excuses from, you know, what we should be doing, why we not doing this. Man, shut up and do it. Let's get out right. there, G. You know, yeah, and, and I don't yeah, care how there. rough it is, how ugly. I respect people who do. Right. I respect people who do it messed up. I respect people who do it ugly. I respect people who do it without knowledge, you know what I'm right. saying, ignorantly. But they do it. Right. As opposed right. to people who plan and plan and talk and talk and wish and whatever. You know what I'm saying? The act of doing, you'll improve. Right. Jump in the first time, improve it the second time. It's going to get better, and this is what this whole process is for all of us, man. We are in the process of elevating and evolving to our next selves. And so we got to have that positivity around us at all times and manifest it not in just that, okay, we want to make a podcast, right. but you manifesting. You know what I'm saying? That you want to figure out how to market this podcast. Right. You manifesting that you might right. need to have a, a marketing, the actual marketing team that's doing paid advertising. I'm working this myself. Yeah. To, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, right. that it, it, it might cost a couple thousand a month or whatever to get you where you need to go. But, man, you put that couple thousand. ROI. ROI. On somebody that yeah. knows what they're doing. Return on investment, baby. Return on investment. Then, then I'm, I'm working on it to myself. That's why I'm talking about yeah, it. Because I'm like, I'm like, how much y'all want? 5,000 a month? Well, that's a lot of coloring books. That's a you fact. know what I'm saying? Right. But... But if that five thousand a month can get me twenty thousand in return, then let's roll with it. And, 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 and to, to even be thinking about these things, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not making a ton of money, but you know what? I'm better than I was, yeah. and I make more doing this than I make of my day job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I give thanks for my day job, but man, God gave me these books that's full of positivity, full of love, full of intention. And you know what I'm saying? This is what I'm working with. We opening doors over here. We are manifesting life. I want, like I said, I want, I want, I think I said I want financial security. I want health, mental, emotional health and well-being. I want uh, to travel. I want a wife and I want some brunch. Okay. I want some brunch. <laughs> Somebody get this man so some eggs Benedict, man. You know what I'm saying? Listen, girl. Please, man. Baby, yeah, I know you yeah. hear me right now. I'm talking to you. Yeah. I want, I want you a vacation and some brunch. Let's figure it out. Hey. This, this is so Louisville, bro. Yeah, yeah. We got hot damn Joe's Palm Room yeah. over here, bro. I'm so 502. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah. know about Joe's Palm Room, bro. Yeah. I used to live up the street from Palm. Hey, Palm and so, Palm so, Room, so, bro. so, once again, like the books. 
Whedon's in, Hustle Motivate, Bad and Bushido, but then the other part is this. Love and Lou, Louisville bro. has shown me so Yo, much love so in this city, man. Louisville showed me so much love that I did a coloring book to, to, to show my love for the city. Love and Lou. And it includes dope. a playlist from Louisville of Louisville artists, uh, places to go. Because this, this is my one qualm of being gone for 21 years and coming back. Point that to the camera. People man. here in the city I'm don't still recognize this, man. understand doing that? I'm, how I'm dope still this city is. I'm going to steal it. They don't looking. know. Just take it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I made this book, so I want people in their own city to recognize like right. you got a beautiful city here. You all should be showing love to you. You should be come out. Come outside. Come right. out and play. Let's go bike ride on this flat city. I do a whole bunch of hills. Let's start businesses and go to shops. Go to the Black uh, Jackie Lounge. Lounge. Let's come here to Groove. You know what I'm saying? Right. Black-owned establishments. Let's just get around. Shout out to the Groove Lounge. Absolutely. 100% beautiful location yeah. here. My second yeah, time coming beautiful. through. It's just yeah. beautiful. This is my first time coming, bro. It's, yeah, it's beautiful, spot, bro. Right here, and we're actually recording inside the Groove Lounge inside of the... Well, champagne lounge, yeah, champagne um, so lounge. you know it's, a, it's an exclusive room. Why we didn't get no champagne, bro? Huh? Where's the champagne? We supposed to be pumping champagne. Well, we, we didn't know what, what Brandon was on, and um, come on, man. You know, we supposed to have midgets and everything up here, bro. Yeah, like, buckets of ice and all of that. All that, bro. Like we ain't supposed to have no champagne up yeah. here unless we getting paid for that. That's, that's true. That's, that's true. from that's the true. book of magic. Man, forget that. I can bring a bottle. It's no. We manifest the optimist. You see, I'm trying to tell you, don't cut your blessings off, man. Sometimes you gotta go ahead and spend that money. And I'm gonna say this, my sister Alma Garces, man, she taught me this lesson, is that B, you are mentally locked up and you're scared to spend. And when you're scared to spend, you ain't gonna make what you're supposed to make either. That's fast. And so I started like having scared this money Scared money don't make, money, don't make right. no money, hey, baby. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you gotta spend it when you don't got it. I know that's bad financial uh, information or whatever, uh -huh. but I'm gonna try and tell you, man, when you know you're gonna get it, right. go ahead and spend it. Y'all got y'all women out here, spend on them a little bit, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, take that trip, eat that breakfast, uh, that brunch or whatever, go to that restaurant, have that time of your life. Don't do it every single week. That's the reason why I'm brunch. doing podcasts. Don't do it every single month. Facts. But go ahead and have a good time. Enjoy your life, because I'm telling you right now. You only got one, first man, off. And when you 80 years old, <laughs> and you got two million in the bank. Can't do nothing, Can't do nothing with it, boy. You should <laughs> use that uh, 2000 the bank and take your girl out, take your kids out. So that's all I'm saying. That's okay. So Thanks. we manifesting all of that right now. Next time I come back through, I'll bring a bottle. I'll only be sipping, but I'll bring a bottle. And I mean, it's about us creating a life that we want. And we do taking those steps day in, day out. I love it, man. I love the energy here, man. I love I love Louisville. I give thanks to this city. Oh, yeah, I love, this city I love made this me city, an artist. Man. Like, people don't be at, they be like, man, why you be so hype? Why, cause, cause why not? <laughs> I almost died. I love that. I love that. Why, why should I be all subdued? Right. Why should we be quiet? My man's his Kundalini's active. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, like straight up. Love okay. it, man. Yo, yo, our yeah. first get our two guests today, bro. You can't, <laughs> you can't act with that energy, dog. Hey. Right. You know what I'm I saying? Old it. girl, she she it. was like, <sighs> she was out of here. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, man. She was out of here, and she and she. And we have to. Yeah, we, you we got to. to. You got to hype yourself up. We can't. We can't keep going down the same path, bro. It's like as one dude said, he, he does a podcast, man. I forget their name off the top of my head. But he said, linear minds think in straight lines, bro. You can't think in no, you, you can't think in no straight line, bro. This is too much twisted and turning, bro. You have to do, bro, yeah. to get to uh, where you have to go yeah. to, bro. Because nature does what? It don't create no straight lines. It doesn't create lines. Nah, no straight lines, bro. None, bro. <laughs> None, so, dog. So real talk. 
So that was like this cheat code that I found, and I, I give thanks for that. But you know, books don't sell themselves. The authors sell the books. Mm. You know, and so even putting your story out there, see somebody catches that, and it may be uh, that you're not doing comedy no more. It may be a TED talk you're doing. Mm. Facts. You know what I'm saying? It may Facts. be that you're speaking in front of like a hundred kids about something. Right. It may be that you're speaking in front of you know corporations about hey how to motivate their staff or whatever they're doing. Right. right. You see, one thing can open up another door, but. The main thing is we got to take that first step and create that that first thing. Right. And, you know, most people get stuck in the planning process. Most people get stuck in their ego and say, oh, well, how is it going to be received? Well, what if people don't like it? So what? Right. I don't make art for people that don't like my art. It ain't for everybody. It, it ain't, you know what I'm saying? Much respect to them, but I got people that like what I do. Right. That's what I'm making it for. Right. You know, and, so, and, and they're going to like something else. And it's all good. There's enough for everybody. So this book that you got in your mind, man, let it out. Tell I everybody am. about oh, it. Keep I talking am. about it. You know what I'm saying? And and even people are like, man, you crazy, Magic. You crazy, man. You you yeah. only read books. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What I do know though, bro. Yeah. The more you speak on something subconsciously, your man. body just does. Yes, it, it does. Anyway. Exactly. Yes, it does. Exactly, bro. And it's like and it's like every night, bro. I'm actually writing something. I'm, man, I'm every night you writing. Writing something. Then that bro. book is coming, bro. Yeah. You I, know mean, what I mean, this is crazy, but like, like I wrote, you know, a short story for Hustle and Motivate. You know what I'm saying? Like, short story is 5,000 words. Mm. That's not a lot. Not I not. mean, a college paper mm-hmm. might be 1,000 words. Like, I might do this on a daily basis. Right. Um, but if you write 100 words a day, 30 mm. days, that's 3,000 words. I ain't never think about that way. I'm three months. That. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. 9,000 yeah. words. Add another month on it. You know, right. that's right. 12,000 words. Bro, you got you enough for a small book. A novel's like 50,000 words. Right, right. I ain't never think about the words like in A novel is a 50,000 like words. To a man who embraces the process. Yeah. You know? And you gotta, yeah. love that, you gotta love that process, man. You gotta love right. that process. Right. I love the process. I love working out. I love, I mean, I look like I love working out, but I do love working out. Yeah. But I love the process of learning. Like you were talking about that, that short attention span. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's manufactured, bro. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Because like, truth be told, <laughs> So many people struggling doing basic things because that attention span has been zapped. Right. We got to reclaim that. Turn TV off. Yo, right. you know what blew my mind the other day? I went to go pick my daughter up from school, right? Yeah, yeah. Everybody came out like Come on, man. Yeah. I've never seen no shit like yeah. that, yo. Yeah, crazy, and man. it's only getting worse, and it's, it's normalized. Worse, we couldn't even have phones in school. We was in school. <laughs> I know I was in school with pages. Man. The blindest phone that was out when I was in school, Pager, that was 12th right. grade, was the next till it first dropped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Oh, I had a, uh, I had a time port, a two-way pager. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. Then I could only call people who had that. Man, we just had pages in my right. phone. Right, that was pages, pages man. Yeah, pages is high pages. tech, yo. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm saying, but now. 911. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> These kids give, have, give them code stuff right. like that. Your code is 69. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I was I was a lame. I ain't getting no codes like that, you know. Oh. But uh, I need a page. But I mean, but you're right about that. We both old school. It's all good, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. You, ain't um, no, you ain't give that code out, bro. I, forgot I didn't have a page. I wasn't that cool. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, but that's the thing about it, right, is that our attentions are being zapped for a reason. Right. But it is up for us on an individual level to begin to reclaim the ability to learn. Right. To create, to build as yeah. men, as women, as families, as communities to build what we need to build, you know? Right. And right. we have to sit down and be quiet alone yeah. Yeah. and yeah. be willing to like just do this for a second. And I mean, it's cathartic. You get past a lot of emotions in that process, 
but what comes out on the other side and that's what i always want to focus on it's like because i didn't know what come out on the other side man mm -hmm. my next i got two books i'm working on. i got like five books i'm working on for that's real for stuff. real you know what i'm saying i got one on money because i'm like yo i need to get my money like i'm working on getting my money together mm -hmm. and for a lot of us you know we, we made you know you hear the financial save your 401k yada yada man you know what bump that you 40 years old you got a spotty work history you know what I'm saying? Might have been in jail a couple times. Bad credit. Uh -huh. Your 401k ain't what's happening for you. You need entrepreneurship. They talking about taking out your 401k anyways, bro. It's garbage. You need they entrepreneurship. You need Facts. entrepreneurship. Facts. If you're, you know if y'all can take out y'all's 401k, that's it. Take it out. Take it out. Invest it. Reinvest it. Invest it again. Do what yeah. you got to do. Start that food truck. Whatever yeah. you got to do. I took mine. I took mine out and got a house. There you go. Respect. At least you can live in it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, and your wife happy. Like right. Though, right. Ain't no. I was just telling him the other day or last weekend we was going to the pod. Like how my dad explained to me how how the um how they stripping their family up. Come on. Versus mm -hmm. how we kick our kids out at 18. Come on now. Right. My dad said Mexicans bring in as many people in the house as they can. Man, I, I heard I about would, that. No, ain't no hurt. I lived that life. Yeah. yeah. I so, was, I lived that life. Yeah, I lived so that they, life. They planned out like, okay, rent's twelve hundred. Uh -huh. We got twelve of us in here. Everybody come off a hundred. Stack your dough. Bruh, right. Chip yes. out yes. one by one. Right. And that strips them, and they throw their extra money in and make a restaurant. Right. A store. I've right. seen it. I've seen it happen back in two thousand and four. I got kicked out of school, so I listened to Kanye West album College Dropout and and, and listened to it. Classic and, like, album. Classic. <laughs> Dropped out of college, right? But what happened is I ended up going on this crazy journey, man, where I went from city to city to city to city. I met this guy named Manuel, and he's from El Salvador. Yeah. He was going out to uh, D.C. I was going to D.C. to see my brother, and he was like, can I ride with you? I was on my ice cube, like, yeah, what can I do? You know what I'm talking right, about. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, reference to show my age. <laughs> but uh, so we out here, and I'm like, what am I doing out here? I ended up staying with some folks from El Salvador. Like in DC, Alexandria, and we painted houses, dude. Wow. And we lived, like it was five of us up in the living room, five up in one room, two bedroom, and then Roberto and his wife had a room. He was on some journey mission. 12 Whoa. people. So when people be talking about- <laughs> Backpacking, son. Like, yeah, right. all blessings. So people be talking about, they want to make fun of some, some Mexicans in a van. But what I saw in the few months I was there was them people organized their money. Facts. <laughs> Within within five years, each of them was to each have a work truck. Them work trucks be forty five, fifty five thousand dollars. We don't be knowing that. Right. They were all to have a skill set. They were all to go out and have their own business within five years. And then they were going to buy property piece by piece by piece. So they'll buy a house, they'll all live in, then they'll buy two houses, they'll split up, buy three houses split up, buy four houses split up, and then by the end of like five, ten years, they all got their house. Papers or no papers. Why can't we do this as a people? I've seen it, man. But we but we did this. We did this. But, but we did we this did, up until like the 80s. Up until the 70s, 80s, That's we true. did this. When and crack we, came in, crack man. came in, but also we were conditioned to like devalue working together. We talk about these things, but it's a reality when it comes to take principles like Kwanzaa. Everybody in the world practices Kwanzaa, but us. Everybody practices Kwanzaa, but it's my one of them. But we got Christmas trees all over our crib. Uh, Another story on that one. You know what I'm so if we if we was to practice the principles of Kwanzaa, for instance, and they don't even have a term for it. People, most people around don't have a term for it around the planet. They just do it. It's called culture. Yeah. If we was to practice those principles of Kwanzaa, look what we can build. And I study like my best friends, a lot of them are, are from other countries, and I watch them. Somalia, 
Mexico, like all over Africa, all over Asia. Don't ask me how, you know what I'm saying? These are my peoples, but these are my peoples, okay? Mm -hmm. And I've seen how they build together over and over and over again. The formula ain't nothing new. They just, they practice the formula. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got to like each other, but we're going to live, live with each other. Boy, what you we're going to keep it, keep it civil. What you if said. somebody, if you see a crazy, if you see somebody who's from another country that's homeless, you got to ask, what's wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? Because they be practicing real umoja right. all the time. Right. My um, yeah. my, my 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 uh, my wife's cousin uh, is 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 a Jew. He practices Jewism stuff like that, and he he goes over there and stuff like that. Came back and he goes to place to place to place. And he was talking the same thing that yeah. you're talking about, man. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is, bro. They might not like each other, but they gonna do business together. Yo, Absolutely. We are the worst. Uh, yeah. States, as yeah. far as co like camaraderie and all of that stuff, right? Yo, but it's, it's, it's like you real. said, bro. You, uh, you can go over to Norway, Sweden, where like the the everything that's bad over here is excellent over there. Right. The the, yeah. uh, the condition of life, money, uh, all that, bro. Even even how they treat the prisoners. Yeah, oh my man. god. The prison in Norway looks amazing. They actually try to correct them, bro. Sweden or whatever. Like, I, I'm see, like, I see that. I see that special. I said, yeah, what? The my they are on. living like, good. <laughs> what crime do I have to commit to get locked yeah. up? Because they go there to get nice. correction. Oh, like our, our prison system is made off of money. Theirs yeah. is like they want to correct people because they don't want to release them right. back into the society. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They come and knock on the door. Hey, hey. Hey, inmate two six four five, you want to get up right now? Ciao. You no? see what? Uh, okay. where, where your man's? Where is your man's doing all his political stuff at? Uh, the rapper Shine. You see uh, how reformed he is, bro? And believe, oh, believe, yeah, man. Yeah, do you see beautiful down there, bro? Yeah. Do you see how um, he is now as yeah. a man? Yeah. You can't even yeah. get him to cuss. It's, it's a different situation, and and like this is, you know, this is, this is the opportunity that we all have. You know, what happens is that. When you treat yourself like a human being, you respond in a humane manner, you know. Mm -hmm. And when you are treated like an inhumane beast, you respond just as such. Just a fact. And in this United States, we have been treated as such, and you know, we still persevere and we call ourselves human beings and we act accordingly. So, because we are, yeah. you know. But uh, you know, a lot of what we're doing, and I see this in the podcast. I see this in the books. I see this in a lot of what other my brothers and sisters doing is that we are breaking chains here. Yeah. We are breaking every conversation is chains because as much as we were talking about the low vibrational music and and we listened to it. Oh, yeah. That was 1992. Oh, yeah. But, 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 you, but we have to. We, we, we had diversity back then. Exactly. So, so for every time I was listening to Dr. Dre, I was listening to a Tribe Called Quest. Mm, you right, know what I'm saying? Right. There was balance so for, every, for every time I was listening to like, you know, too short. I was just the Queen Latifah, right? You know, right, and like there was right. balance in it. I'm not saying it was all healthy because the '90s and '80s was messed up, hey, crack crazy. skills. Crazy. But we have balance to it, right? Which made us have to question. Like you can't just call in, you know, what I'm saying women all type out their names. And, and then you had okay. an R&B cut come in on the radio. You see what, you what see I'm saying? What I'm saying? And, yeah. and, it, and it was about yeah. love yeah. and about like I love you and I want you and I will do right. whatever I can for you. Can we bring the ballad and the bridge back? That's all I'm asking. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like. That's cool. I don't even listen to the radio no damn you know, more, man. Nah, turn off the radio. But, turn off that but, radio, but you know, man. but but the low vibrational stuff is kind of what's been in play. Mm -hmm. And we hear it so much that it becomes like background music. So when that. you see people doing TikTok videos about, I don't know, making, cutting up fruit, 
to like some ratchet song or whatever. Like what is really going on? What's really happening in people's psychology? Yeah. Well, we become conditioned to think that the murder of, of our people and the degradation of our people is normal. Right. Because sick, it is the United States. Nah. It's a sick, it's but, a sick indoctrination. Of, that's like, right. Like for real. But we, you know what I'm saying, are definitely going the opposite direction. Right. Whether it's positive podcasts, whether it's books, whether it's music, whether it's this, whether it's that, whatever you do, do it for the culture. I ain't being ratchet for the culture. I don't, right. I don't count that. But what I'm going to do for the culture is make sure I'm going to be healthy, successful, empowered. I want my children healthy. I want my wife healthy. I want, you know what I'm saying? I want, when you see us, I want you to see strength right. and love and peace. Right. That's for the culture. Not your ratchet, this and that. Nah, nah, bump that. It's time to kill that noise and be on something better. Like, we are the true architects of the planet. Right. Uh-oh. And we got to act right. as such. Uh-oh. Like, that's like that's a burden on our shoulders. But we should be willing to stand on top of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we should be building. We are builders of the universe here. And it's like, the work that we put out, the work that we put out should be about building. Should be about, you know what I'm saying? How do I build myself, my family, my community, my city, my state, my country, my continent, my planet? Right. You know? And that's uh, the decisions, you know? We was talking about the frequency of the music, man. Uh, when I was in the military, bro, when I first went to um, to the Army, it was like 2001, right before the Twin Towers fell. Yeah, yeah. And that's what Master P was huge. Right. Man, make him say. Hey, when I joined the military, bro, in the Army, that's all I listened to was yeah, yeah. Hot Damn Master P. No I, was, I, I was a no-limit soldier for real, for real, for real, for real, son. Yeah, yeah me too, me too. Like, yeah. every two, like, every, like every month album i copped it bro so when i was in the military there's one guy i didn't like him all right uh well yeah i didn't like him because he snitched on me different ball game but um but he said that when, when he became i say brainwashed by the military because I, I, I when because he was my battle buddy like wherever i went he had to go wherever he had that's military but, oh, he, was your, he was your bubble yeah you know what i mean so it's a bubble <laughs> I had to catch up right. for a second. Yeah. So, so um, he was like, um, yeah. So at the end of it, like when we was about to leave out and stuff, he said, yeah, I don't even listen to Master P and stuff like that. I don't, I don't understand their music anymore. I was like, what are you talking about? He said, yeah, I just look over that music now, and I didn't <laughs> get it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm like, this Got his nose up to me like yeah. you you used to rock master p with me coming yeah. in here you know yeah. what i mean and i didn't understand at that time that we're like he elevated from that you know what yeah. i mean and he's still a he's still a b-a-n yeah. he, no he's doubt, still a no b-a-n doubt. No doubt. you know you like that you like that you like that he's still yeah. a b-a-n yeah. but, but I, learned <laughs> I learned something from him so you can learn okay. something from b-a-n's okay this is true you can actually learn something okay you know so that's you have real. to learn something from, from anybody. Like, I learned something from you. I learned something from Sir, man. Anywhere, it, it doesn't matter if you don't like that person like you said. It doesn't matter if you learn. I learned something from you. Oh, yeah. You can, you learn, know? You can learn from anybody. What, so, they, what they say, you can, you can learn from a dummy if you hear it right. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's right. Broke that's clock right that's twice right. a day. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Facts. Um, yeah, what's I about to say? Um, yo, listen, we got, a, we got like a, a question that we want to ask everybody when we come up here, man. And, um... Knowing you from what you don't said already, man, um, I'm kind of guessing that you, you ain't done. But I'm going to ask you anyway. 
Is there any moments that you felt like where you where you hit a boss moment where you like, all right, this is me, and this is this where I'm gonna take off at, or or you don't yeah. feel like you fulfilled yet? You know, it's weird, man. You know that sometimes you gotta like they have a saying, "Fake it till you make it." Mm. Um, mm. And I used to say Which that. Which works for people. But now I realize is that you got to do it till you believe it. Facts. And you know, many times I question myself. Uh, but I'm at the point now where I'm, I don't question nothing. I only question the strategy I got to take to get to where I'm going. And uh, that was a process, man, because I believe that I was given a product that works that people take and it, it does something to their life. Mm-hmm. And if I question, if I, if, I, if I question any of that, I'm questioning God in that, you know? And that's not where I'm trying to be at. I, I, I'm a boss because I wake up. You know what I'm saying? I'm a boss because I wake up. That's right. But you know, everything <laughs> else from there though, man, is that when I said before, this whole reality is made up. It's imaginary. We're living in somebody's imagination right now. This building is out of somebody's imagination right now. You ever see Loki? Not oh, yet. Mar, you ever see I Loki? Check it out. Look at Mo- at Loki, bro. Check it As, out. At, at right Pretty there. Sure my girl don't see it. You see? You see Loki? I, see I like. I like. That, I like bro. Loki, man. Um, and if you uh, practice any West African spirituality, Loki is very much equivalent to Eshu. Boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, yeah. you know, uh, my head is Eshu. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I practice. I've been practicing for like the past eight years. You know. Um, so I do recognize that, and it's like this is what we can do. Right. Just as much as somebody can imagine our oppression, we can imagine our freedom. Mm. Somebody can imagine, you know, the jails. We can imagine. You know what I'm saying? Like opulence, these buildings, these spaces. We don't have to be locked in. I, th- I go back, one of the things I thought about oftentimes, especially when I went through my ordeal, ordeal in 2018, 2019, I was so boxed in. I was dealing with the courts, and I'm like, oh, my God, why are these white folks trying to take my son away? Right. And, you know, this, this thing will break you down. But I thought about, it's probably crazy to say this, but I thought about Frederick Douglass. Mm. And Frederick, why Frederick Douglass, right? Because I heard this story. I read a story about him, you know, his autobiography. And this man, you know, he's a little kid. You know, he was probably more than likely the son of the, the slave owner. He was probably, the, yeah. yeah. This is probably reality. So he was on his plantation and he wanted to read. And so he tricked him. He was like, he was like talking to his, these white kids on the plantation, probably his brothers, brothers or whatever. He was like, man, I bet you don't know the, how, what this word is. And they'd be like, oh, you stupid. That's cat. He was like, oh, I'm so stupid. C-A-T. Oh. Got you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he would do this. And this man taught himself how to read. That's what's up. Because he would trick them folks and be like, oh, man, I bet you know how to say this word. And they'd be like, that is conundrum. He'd be like, oh, got I'm it. so dumb. But it's conundrum. Got him. And then as he got older and progressed, he eventually beat the hell out of his so-called owner. Why? You know what I'm saying? Not only did he beat the hell out of him, he dipped... And then he became an abolitionist, became wealthy off of speaking against slavery during slave as formerly enslaved. So it's safe to say that he was the first one to know how to room, move in a room full of vultures. 
Uh, he ain't the first, he but he first. but but he he was an expert at it. But what he realized is that so many of us take on the title of slave, for instance, right? But Fred Douglas would be like, I ain't no slave. Mm. And if that man could literally make a fortune off of speaking against slavery, during motivating slavery. people like, during slavery, <laughs> then what's my excuse? Right. Well, yeah, he this this man imagined the life he wanted. He knew who he was. So in the process of creation, we are defining and redefining ourselves over and over again. So that we become the people that we know we should be. And if that man, and I'm not talking about Frederick Douglass, we're talking about all the great brothers and sisters that fought against that, you know what I'm saying? That knew that they was never a slave. Right. Anybody that ran away, they was like, I ain't no slave. I don't know about you over there, right. but I ain't no slave. Right. And respect to our brothers and sisters that stayed on the plantation. Respect to our brothers and sisters that left the plantation. Everybody had their reason. I ain't never knocking our ancestors for anything they did unless you was a traitor or snitch. Then you can go to hell. Right. But other than that, you know, we have to look and say, if that man knew that he wasn't a slave, mm-hmm. what is our excuse? Right. What is holding us back from our greatness? If that man was great because he knew he was great, he was a boss, whatever term we want to use, he knew he was who, who he's supposed to be. And we wake up every day and we question ourselves. Man, is this meant for me? Do I deserve this? Can can I do this? Well, if you keep questioning, no, right. it's not for you. There's but this when one you quote. wake up, go ahead, go ahead. There's, there's this one quote by, by uh, Frederick Douglass, and he said, uh, "Without struggle, there's no progress." Come on, I shake, I shake. Period. Period. You know what I mean? Period. Period. Bro. He loved, but but but. I think I wondered to myself if he loved the struggle. Yes, it was a hard time, but I think there was something in it. You know, because real, real, like, bosses, monsters, whatever you want to call it, we run towards the hurdles now. That's a fact. We run towards the struggle. I used to run away from it. I used to want to, like, do this. Let me distract myself. Let me play eight hours of video games. And now I'm like, yo, what's the next one? What's the next book? What's the next this? What's the next that? What's the next elevation to get to where we're supposed to be at? Man, you wake up like this. And then then what the thing is is that once you start doing it, right, it becomes a, a a habit, and a habit becomes a behavior, and a behavior becomes part of your character. You could have been a lazy bum, you know what I'm saying, a year or two ago, but now you can't even think about living that life no more, and that takes action. Right. That takes action. Action items. Discipline. Right. Right. That takes doing. That takes focus. That takes intention. And we all got it in us. Right. It takes we consistency. More consistency. Important. I almost forgot that word. Yeah. One of my favorite words now. Discipline was yeah. my last word last yeah. year. Consistency is the one this year. Yeah. That's yeah. Man, hey, I don't have to talk your ear off, man. I apologize, man. No, you good, man. man. Hey, you good. Hey, we, I'm more impressed that you went and did a whole event. Then came and did this. <laughs> it's like you said, sweat dripping late. off your you head. And, and yeah, you know right. what I'm saying. You this had- is it's the thing is that like so when people ask about you know, this is what I'm gonna say. One thing, another thing about Louisville, is that I became a vendor here. You see, like I said, we get in our way. We be thinking too much. Right. But when I came to Louisville, I didn't have an identity here, so I had nobody to be embarrassed about. I had nobody to be like, oh man, you used to do this, now you do that. You used to be doing this, now you selling postcards. And, you know, right. like yeah, I'm selling postcards. I'm selling five dollar postcards. You want one? Right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. let me tell you, though. That's the same with me, bro. When you step out of all of that, who you once was, to become who you are now, bro, I am perfectly fine selling my $5 postcards Listen. on the side of the block. Because I promise you, let me sell 20 postcards in an hour, and then we still talk. Yo, who I, who I am back home in uh-huh. Michigan uh-huh. versus who I am here, Come on, I would never do this.
do the stuff that I'm doing here back home. Not not the entrepreneur part. I probably would have been doing a lot more negative stuff if I was back home. No doubt. To be all no doubt. honest with you. But when I got here, like I just scrapped all of that. Like I get on the before we had a car. I used to I used to live in the projects on, right there on O'Connor Square. I used to get on the bus to go pay my bills. Come on. I used to work at a laundromat, walk up it. and down the street. I love it. I love you know it. what I'm saying? I like it. I just yo, I shedded all of that, yo. You know what I'm saying? Because, but just like you said, nobody nobody was here to judge me. And you know what I'm saying? It shouldn't be an excuse, but that was my excuse it was, back it was, home. It was my box of Cincinnati. You know what I'm but saying? But I promise you, I'm going back to Cincinnati. Yeah. And I'll be selling my postcards. What's See, up? That's what Come I'm get saying. it. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. But, like, but, that's, but that's the part that gets in our way, though, is this ego's talking. Yeah. But I'll be looking. I'll be, you know, once I started, like, you know, just really looking at people, I'll be like, hold up, man. We want to joke on that. You know what I'm saying? That person that's doing this on the side. But they might try to make 500 a day. You know what I'm saying? Like, that ego is a Ball. You know what I'm saying? So it's hey, like, you man. know, do I want to look ball, good ball. doing something? Or do I want to actually have done something and, and profit from, from that? And this is this is this is our opportunity right here. So it's like, look, every day we gotta wake up and conquer another goal. And when it comes to vending, I love vending. I do. I really appreciate the opportunity. That Melanair Marketplace, they be on um, Broadway, 4th Street. I got to shout them out. Nayshan, Carlos, yes. that they gave me as a platform and gave other black vendors to come out with what it is they do. They were supportive and loving. And, baby, it's going to be okay. And keep on going. Yeah. And we need that. Yeah, we right. need that. And the right. other vendors are like my fam. Like, I know you do, do, do. Cool. Now, when it comes to vending, it's such a great opportunity to bring your product out and to see if people like it. It was to me. I recognized that it was paid. I was getting paid to do product research. Cause if ain't nobody buy it, man. I probably should stop selling it or go somewhere else to sell it. Right. Maybe on the wrong audience or had the wrong product. Either one could be work. Both can be true. Who right. knows? But the vending is good, mm-hmm. and it's good when you have good days, good weeks. Right. When you make what you make at your job in a, in a week, you make it in a day. When you make what you make at your job in a, in, a, in two weeks, and you make it in a day. That's so an awesome feeling. But, see, a lot of folks get comfortable with that. And expect that all the time. Not just expect it, but they think it's just okay. So even if you made, you know, whatever you make, you're okay with that. But you're for talking, me... You're talking about complacency then. Complacency. But for me at this point, I give thanks for the opportunity to make what I made when I made it, but it's not enough no more. How do we scale? How do we move up? How do we build? You know what I'm saying? I got a concept that was given to me and I'm running with it and nothing else. How do I expand this? Because I don't want to, and, and I give thanks for being, like I walk around the city now, and people be like, Brandon, or they be like, you're the comic book guy or the coloring book guy, and, I, and I'm thankful for that. That's, it's like wild to me to think that. But I'm not content at this point, and it's okay. This was enough a year ago. Selling, selling 100 postcards in a day was a big deal a year ago. When them went into the library and they sent me the picture of you in the library. Yeah. I said, that's my man's? Yeah, yeah. Give thanks, man. Give thanks that, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and literally. Very humble guy, man. You know it's all, But it's all imagination and it was given to me and I had to get out of my own way and be okay with being uncomfortable and putting my stuff out there to be judged by the world and some people ain't like it and some people loved it and a lot of people right. loved it. Right. And I would never have known if I would have just stayed in the house, keep on working on stuff, keep on planning stuff. The right time. Ain't no right time. The right time is always now. And so, yeah, man. What you did is what Juvenile calls 
jumping off the poach. You so you see what I'm saying though? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's and that's a lovely feeling though. Yeah. Because you finally in the game running. Yeah. So many times we be running and our feet be moving fast. And we don't look down and see we on a treadmill. <laughs> and I've done this. I've been that guy where I'm learning skill sets. And it's, it wasn't for nothing. I'm learning different Ooh. things. I'm learning skills. I'm learning how to do this. I mean, I literally have had a number of business startup companies, tech companies, all type of stuff. I had one um, Live Learn Exchange where it was literally how to connect classrooms around the planet. I did this. That's kind of dope. And so I had these high concept ideas. And so for me, it's weird that like I had these high concept ideas that required a bunch of people and this and that. I had to work with designers, programs, do project management, all type of stuff to create like a proof of concept. And now we went in with coloring books. And the coloring books is coming from my soul and my experience. And it's like, it's crazy to me that it live, learn, exchange at that time because I want to bring it back because I ultimately want to bring help get black kids out of the United States to see something. So we coming back with it. But it's crazy to think that these high concept ideas didn't take off. But this low concept idea that I was not really even invested in, that was honestly something that to relieve stress, something different to do. This is what has taken off. This is how I've been blessed, but I didn't know. And if I had gotten in my way, See, if I had gotten in my way, if I said to myself, oh, it's a coloring book, uh, whatever, man, what blessings would I miss? Even coming here to Louisville, I've been a freelancer for a bunch of years. And the first, my daughter, my older daughter, she's 24. She said, hey, we should meet over at this Shawnee Outdoor uh, Adventure Day over Shawnee Park. And I was like, cool, man, I'm over there and got offered a job. And when I first, when I got offered the job, um, I was like, man, that money, they're great, you know. But see, if I had been worried about that, I would have missed out on a, on a position that has took me around the city, that has been relaxing so my mind can think, right. that I don't have to stress too hard about, that they kind of leave me alone a lot of times, and I work in the forest. It's fantastic. Right. But if I had been worried about the one little thing of, say, the money, then I would have missed out on all these other blessings of meeting great people, right. being in the literal forest, chilling out. I can walk to the forest before I can walk to the bathroom. That's why it's not, that's why it's important to not always force everything. Don't don't because people be um people confuse and it's easy to people confuse stagnation and procrastination. Huh. Like, damn, they got the same mask on. Yeah, you know what uh -huh. I'm saying? Yeah, but come on. And like on. um you know like and that's my thing. That's my procrastination because it's worse. And I think I'll be talking this to Rich and my daughter all the time like. When you know you can do something, that's when you procrastinate the most. Yeah. You 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 go after something and conquer it when you like what he was saying, when it's more of a challenge and you ain't did it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if you know you can go fix this or if you know you can go do that with ease, you put it to the side, put it yeah. to the side, put right. it to the side. Right. Yeah. And yeah, and I did that and I think I probably wasted about a good dime doing that. Of course. We all you did. know what I'm saying? Many of, many of us did. Like for real. Like like for real, for real. Like I'm supposed to have been a rapper. You know what I'm saying? I mean y'all can y'all can y'all can judge me now, me and my uncle. Me and my uncle took my whole stepdad house, and she can tell you, and we just out of it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey we thought we was about to be rich. Yeah. Hey, real hey, talk. Know. She can tell. She can tell you, bro. She Entrepreneurship, man. That's yeah. base. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she, yeah. we, she seen it all. Be, like, I tried be, uh, it all. What's his name from Detroit? Uh, White boy Rick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, yeah. you can't. That's what I'm saying. If I was back home, bro, I would have been a whole different man. Y'all right. yeah. probably would have seen me on TV for PPP loans or some right, shit. Right, right. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, but that's right. just that's my environment. This I, man here. Hey. Listen, man, I'm a totally different guy back there, dog. You know what I'm saying? Y'all see my Facebook tag, right? Banny Madoff, right? People think that's my last name for real. That's that's a playoff of Bernie Madoff. Just to show you what I was into back home. I just never changed my name. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? 
when I got here, it was a whole reset. And let me tell you what. That's a hey, statute of limitation. That's over. I've been out here for 10 years, so we good. No, no, you know what I'm saying? It's all over. You know what I'm saying? It was a reset anyway. But look, look, look. You know, and that's what I was getting ready to say. I was getting ready to say. 2020, 20, the pandemic was a reset. Yeah. We, we, yeah. Financial reset. So, you're right. So, what, what resetted me is when I got down here in 2012. I can tell you the exact moment, the exact day, the exact everything. It was June 3rd. Me and my kids, we didn't have no bread. We didn't have nothing. We went downtown, and I took them to the waterfront. You know, that little water thing you ain't supposed to get in, but everybody's in that mug. So I went down there, and I'm over here like, damn, this is a nice building. Talking about the Weather Spoon building. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, nice. It wasn't here last time I came here. This is really nice. You know what I'm saying? And I I was told Christina, I was like, yo, I'm getting a crib right here. Yeah. Right. I ain't had my GE job. I ain't had nothing yet. I worked at Kroger's gas station when I first moved down here. Speak on it, You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about So, you know, like I had... And it's like a couple years ago. Rich can tell you. I was living in the projects, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't the situation now, but just, yo, if you're not doing this, man, you, you're doing this. Come on. You know what right. I'm saying? Come on. And One got, step closer. You, and you got to want it, though. That's the you thing. You got to want it. And you got to, more than wanting it, you got to put the action yeah. behind every single step. And it's like, if you're not progressing even 1%, half a percent a quarter percent on a daily basis then what are you doing if you ain't right. living you dying yeah. and i mean you saw something that inspired you to live and you went forward man listen i'm at the point now where i used to well back a few years ago i used to eschew like you know wealth and this and that i'm like nah man i'm trying to live a simple life now i want it all my daughter says that she wants a tesla and i'm like look man how many books is that Jeez you know what i'm saying ways. if you want it how many books is it make right. it happen make it happen you know it may not be what i want right but if that's what you desire, then make it happen. Right. Yeah. And right. you're not going to get that working little little BS job. You're going to get that through what we've created through entrepreneurship. Right. If you want it, make it happen. If you right. want an eighty thousand dollar vehicle, how many books do you need to sell? Books you sell four thousand. You know what I'm saying? Sell four thousand books. Really, like five thousand because with profit, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you want something, six make with, it happen. Six with taxes. This is not anything that's crazy. That's literally a thousand books a month. Right. That's five hundred books a month for a year. This is all it takes. This is all it takes that we can have we can be changing our whole lives. Right. And, you know. Right. This is this is our ability right here. This is the imagination that we're living in. This is the cheat code that we're talking about. The cheat code is you go out and do what you want to do. Facts. We see stupid people fall into success all the time because they're too dumb to like not know that they can't do it. Right. And you be like, how that dumb? How he do it? And I ain't doing it because you overthinking it. And you see you how we call saying? that dumb? Yeah, we call it overthinking. <laughs> oh, but that dumb, dumb person got yeah. the Tesla. They got the charger. They got the challenge. They got right. this and that because right. they were too stupid to know they shouldn't do it. And they stupid rich right now. You see what I'm saying? So yes. sometimes you just got the cheat code. Just do it. Hey, do it. Hey, I, I got. I got to shake. I got to shake the scene here. Yeah. How much is this? Well, book? we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and wrap up anyway. $20. Now do you? Now do you mind, bro, being a reoccurring guest? Man, hit me up, man. Oh, man. You got, you, you got cash yeah. out? Man, it's, it's a gift, man. Y'all take it, man. Oh, yeah, sure. Y'all, leave all these books for y'all, man. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Give thanks, see, man. I, was, see, I was talking about give thanks, man. Because I, I was actually going to try to steal this. But I said earlier, y'all going to see it on the camera. I said, I'm going to steal this. You see how he said? I'm going to give this to you, man. So Bruh. you see how it goes. Bad it's, just, it's, just, it's what you got to understand. It's what I we got to understand. I'm going to steal it, though. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to take this manifest. I'm going to take this one. This is the one I, I have my hand on this manifest transfer. Yeah. Volume two. I like this. No, All right. So, uh, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Take, take, take this old nail, sir. Oh, uh, no. You know, you know, 
you know, that's, that's how we're going to do episode five right here. Um, I wish, you know, this is my first one. I wish I was as elegant and, and smooth and professional as Miss Alicia over here. You know what I'm saying? She set the bar to... mighty, mighty high. Take us out, man. But, you, you know, we're going to take us take us on now. Brandon, you, you got any it. last words, G? And let, man, let, yeah, let man, the people did, know where to reach you, you at. Find you at man. Hey, so you can find us at www.nflywetrust.com. That's I-N-F-L-Y-W-E-T-R-U-S-T dot com. Catch us on Instagram um, and everything else. And you know what? Hopefully you can invite me to come through and I'll, I'll slide through in a heartbeat. Let me say when it comes to, to this also, one last little thing is this, is that, you know, part of the blessing of receiving is the, is the opportunity to give. And, right. you know, I want y'all to have these books because so many people gave to me. And y'all have me on this show. Y'all ain't had to have me. Y'all didn't know me for real. I don't know really, honestly, what made me, what y'all, what said, bring me onto the show. But I, I, I appreciate it. This is my first podcast interview I've ever done. This is a milestone for me. And like That's I said, y'all up, don't bro. even know that y'all part of my manifestation, but y'all definitely part of my blessing. So this, this little gift to y'all is is minor compared to the gift y'all giving me. So thank peace, you for having peace, me. Um, I appreciate it, man. And you know, keep on checking these these brothers sisters out. It's all about positivity, high vibrations, and we manifest a life that we want. Step by step, brick by brick, day by day. And you do it with your friends, you do it with your family, and you do it with yourself, man. So good looking out. And uh, until next time. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate it, man. I'm Sir Ben. All right, Mr. Magic's up out of here, man. Y'all be good. Uh, have a good night. Drive safe. All that. And stay bossed up, man. We out. Balls. <laughs>